Welcome to Thriving Through Menopause, where we talk about this time of life, mind, body, and spirit. I'm your host, Clarissa Christensen. Each week, I'm joined by top professionals dropping their tips and advice. Remember, episodes drop every Tuesday. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a beat. And if you like this podcast, please rate and review it. Thank you, because this helps others to find the show. You can check out our website, find out which episodes are coming up, and get the latest blog and advice by going to my website, thrivethroughmenopause.com, and get ready to thrive, not just survive, through perimenopause and beyond. Welcome to this week's episode of Thriving Through Menopause, my lovely listeners, with me, Clarissa. And today we're going to talk about confidence. And that's something that some of us have struggled with throughout our lives. Um, I can tell you it sometimes gets better as we get older. But I'm delighted to be joined by a real expert in the area of confidence who's going to share her own story and how we can become more confident and why it's so important to be confident as we get into menopause and midlife. And welcome, Janelle Anderson. Thank you so much for having me, Clarissa. I'm excited to be here. It's my pleasure to have you. Janelle, you are a professional certified coach and you work with confidence, helping women, particularly in midlife, to identify um, themselves as, and become more confident, more vital, shine, show up in the room. Have I got that right? <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. <laughs> that's beautiful. A really great place maybe to start is how did you become a coach that helps other women become more confident? The backstory. Yes, the backstory, the journey. Yes. So, you know, I was in my midlife years and going through menopause and all the stuff and was really searching for what's next. You know, I was working a job I didn't love. It actually started when my husband and I were running a business, but then I was working a job. It was okay, but I just was like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I can do this the rest of my life. What else is there? You know, what's, what else is out there? My daughter had moved away, you know, grown up, moved away, all of that empty nest stuff. And I just became aware during this search for what did I want to do? I knew I wanted to start a business, but I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. That I kept hitting this wall and kept feeling like something's holding me back from really stepping out there. I feel like shrinking back. I feel fearful. I feel like I can't do it, all that stuff. And as that search continued, I just realized that there was a lot of stuff in my past I needed to deal with. So my journey through menopause was really a huge transition, not only, you know, with the empty nest and the typical things and all the physical changes. It was also this most transformational time of my life because it was during this time that I was finally able after 30 plus years to unpack a very traumatizing period of time in my life, which was in my 20s, that I had not looked at. I had not bothered. I I, I wouldn't say I hadn't bothered, but I, I was always afraid to look at and talk about. Yeah, yeah. And, and so I was helped, I was helped through that, you know, and it really helped me to become more, con really the confidence started to just 
emerge on its own in a way once I was able to uncover that and kind of shed the shame stories that, you know, had been kind of wearing like a garment all those years. Yeah. And I and I think there's a lot of the listeners who can relate to that, that menopause sometimes is not just a physical change, but it's this huge transformation um, that comes and we get to address, you know, issues yeah. from the past, whatever they may be, habits that don't serve us, and be able to grasp new opportunities. And that's clearly what happened for you there, Janelle. It really did. It was a hard time in some ways, but in another, in other ways, it was the most amazing time because I had been hiding my true self for most of my adult life and not really fully stepping into my own power of who I am and owning my, my story. I had been trying to ignore it. And, you know, it was a story that kept me feeling ashamed of my past. And so I didn't tell people about it. So then when people would ask me, you know, tell me, tell me your story or your, your, you know, testimony. And I would be like, mm, what do I say? But finally, when I was able to start talking about it and tell my story, it, I found that it helped a lot of other women. It wasn't really about me telling my story as much as it was about how sharing my story helped other women to realize that, hey, they aren't alone and whatever story they have that they're hiding, it's okay to bring that out into the open because, you know, we all have a story and we all have been through things. And the other part of it helped was that I was helped uh, in the way that I looked at myself, my younger self, instead of trying to forget about her and act like she wasn't even a part of my life, you know, <laughs> sort of this disconnect, yeah. disconnect from me. <laughs> and I was able to see her with compassion instead and really wrap my arms around her. And, and that made me whole. Yes. Because it was no longer like this fragmented person. No, that's yeah. such a beautiful thing, Janelle, because then suddenly we're able to move forward, aren't we, into the next stage of yes. our life, whole, complete, healed, and confident in a different way. I mean, we're often not confident when we're younger. I think there's a lot of bravado <laughs> as well from younger <laughs> yeah. women. That's not necessarily confidence, is it? No, not necessarily. To me, confidence is something that comes from inside. It's an inner work that you do. And yes, you can become confident from doing things outwardly, like earning degrees or practicing a skill, and that can give you confidence in that area. But the kind of confidence I like to help women find is that inner confidence in who you are. So that no matter what it is that you want to do, you feel like, oh, I can do this instead of, oh, I don't know if I can do this. You, you just have more, uh, uh, what's the word, like bravery, I guess, or courage to step out into new things because you have this innate inner belief that I'm good and I have abilities, you know, and I have the the gifts and the strengths and the experience and, you know, just, I have it. And when you don't, when it's an outward show, kind of that bravado, you don't have the inner confidence and you're always kind of struggling with this tug of war feeling like, you know, I really want to do that, but I don't know if I can. And you kind of put on a good face 
for other people, but inside you're you're not feeling confident and you're in you're not believing in yourself so much. No. So no, that's very, very true. And when you were saying that about Kojak, the Brené Brown was definitely coming mm-hmm. to my yes. up with her yes. sort of daring mm-hmm. uh, approach, you know, daring to be and stepping up and mm-hmm. and, and being yes. courageous. But right. why in particular do you think it's it's so important for women in menopause and midlife to start to address confidence? I mean, it's mm. important at all times of life, but particularly at this sure. time. Well, there are so many changes going on. And for many people, not just women, many people, careers are coming to an end or they're coming to that place where, you know, you've reached the top or, you know, so there's all of these changes happening in your body physically and your family life as your children grow up and move out, your career. And it's this time of like, what's next? And you also, you also wake up and realize, oh my gosh, where did 50 years go? <laughs> yeah, that, that, like, wow. <laughs> that went so fast, you know? And, and the, that means that the rest of it's going to go fast. So what, what's next? What do I do now? Yeah. And for me, and I think for a lot of women, especially if you've been raising a family and maybe your focus has been on your career, your family, and you haven't really spent time thinking about you much, which I find very typical for women, yeah. you know, now's the time that you start to think, well, now my children are gone and, and all of a sudden I'm not needed as much. And so now what? And who am I? And that lack of confidence can really cause women to feel, uh, you know, not sure of themselves and not knowing what to do next. And, you know, it can cause a lot of uh, holding back, playing small. And so at this time in your life, you know, that confidence can help you to step out into something new and take on something brand new that you've never done before, like start a business. Exactly. And you know, step into this place of your own place in life. And sometimes that's the first time women have experienced that, like doing something just for them or just following their own passion. And they don't have to worry about, well, wait a minute, you know, I've got to, I've got to spend time with my kids, helping them to find their way, but now it's your time. And so, you know, you need confidence for that. Yes, you do. And I think, you talked there about becoming an internester and careers coming to an end. And an awful lot of our identity is connected, if we have children, with being, oh, you're Tom's mum, people would say to you. But right. I'm not Tom's mum. I'm Clarissa. But you get yourself labeled and defined by True. Uh, other people, by the things you do, by the job you are, rather than being being yourself and of course you know menopause itself can rock us can't it Janelle you know as you and I probably oh, yes. have experienced you know when you're brain foggy and yeah. anxious or you mm. change shape and you're not the svelte light like, little thing you were at 20 <laughs> possibly you know, uh, you know then yeah. then we're losing a confidence in how we've once been or been seen or portrayed in the world that's true. That's true. I remember we were running a business, my husband and I, and I was known as Bob's wife for most of the time because he, he, he was, you know, out in front, like running this ministry we had for teenagers. And then we started a business and he was kind of the one everybody saw. And I was in the office working, <laughs> but 
I remember one time just being so irritated with the menopause hormonal imbalance. I was just always on edge. And this woman had come in, we ran a skating rink and this woman had come in to see if she could leave her son there a little early because she had to go somewhere. We weren't opening for like a half an hour. Could he just stay kind of in your lobby there? And I was like, no, we're not open yet. You know? <laughs> and she's like, I don't like your tone. And I'm like, well, I don't like yours. And so anyway, she takes her son and leaves. And I'm thinking, what did I just do? <laughs> you don't treat customers that way. Like, what is wrong with me? You know? And and I would think, who is this woman? And it was really, I was so overwhelmed with all the work and running this business, with all the physical things going on in my body, and then my daughter having just left. It's a lot. It's a lot that you you are going through. Yeah. And it, and, yeah. it dents your confidence, Janelle, doesn't it? Because suddenly, yes. like you said, you yeah. did something like that, and you think, what did I just do? And I'm sure right. you and I both have clients who come and say, well, I went to a meeting and I couldn't remember anything or I was going to give a presentation right. and, mm -hmm. you know, I just stood there blankly. I don't remember the CEO's yeah. name. I don't know what I was supposed to be saying. And we haven't quite in the business world certainly reached a level where it's okay. I mean, you have to be a pretty confident woman to say, well, sorry, I'm just in menopause and I'm having brain fog. <laughs> we are not right. quite there in the in the corporate world yet. Right. Yeah, we aren't. It does affect your confidence and you wonder who, who you are, you know. And it was during that time that I began to develop this uh, strategy, I guess, it in that, you know, I didn't like how I was acting and... And I didn't feel confident in who I was, or even as an employer, I was terrible to my employees. But I started every morning, starting off the day with a prayer. And I would just pray, God, just nudge me when I start to go down that road, because yeah. I don't realize it's happening till later. And so during the day, every time I would start the day that way, it just kind of brought me some awareness, like, okay, watch for this. And then when I would start to feel that irritation building up, I started feeling like this little nudge, like, oh, there it is. And I was able to kind of step away from the reaction and just kind of take a pause and a breath and think, okay, just calm down. And then, and then I was able to show up as my normal self. And I started to use that a lot. It was, I learned that even in the throes of menopause, when things are crazy, <laughs> you can still be in your right mind. You can calm those things down and and not like, you know, just lose it. And that helped my confidence a lot because then I felt like I was in, in more control and in a sane mind yeah. and was able to, you know, navigate through this without completely losing it. Yeah. And I think that is a really good point. That sort of pause, give yourself a little gap and then decide yeah. rather than reacting as we are our hormones and, and maybe that's been our default position before and we didn't really realize it but we got away with it right that yeah <laughs> yeah it's just it's just the menopause it's just the menopause but i didn't like how i was showing up and you know it was also you know all the stuff going on that yeah. all the changes and yeah. it's hard to to deal with that so I think it helps to have that kind of strategy, but also to start really looking at 
who you are and all the things you've already accomplished in life. I think a lot of women feel like they haven't accomplished anything and that really takes away their confidence as well. Yes. And that's one of the challenges, isn't it, for women that sometimes we undermine, as you're saying, all the things that we've done. I I don't know whether you you want to add to this, but I realize that women sometimes don't apply for jobs, for example, because they think they have to tick 90% of the boxes in order to go to the interview. Right. And I and I watched yachts of young men show up in, in all the years I was in corporate. And I've got a son. And they just go, yeah, yeah, I'm just going to wing mm-hmm. it. Because they're, mm-hmm. yes. but they're Australian, so they're more likely to do that. I just say that's a bit of a natural, national trait. But, but, you know, there's sort of, sort of like they just go for it. Whereas we as women feel we need to be have it all buttoned up and be ready for this right and is that your experience too Janelle totally my experience I remember wanting to apply for a job that uh, once I went through my coach training or even like stepping into coach training I was like I don't know if I can do this and I'm old now I'm like 60 at the time and uh, but I did step into that and then I had the opportunity to apply for a job for my with my coach training school which meant I could work from home and I looked at all those boxes, all those qualifications, and I couldn't check them all off, so I didn't apply. And then uh, I think a day or so later, I went back and looked at it again, and I thought, well, I could check most of the boxes. Maybe I should just go for it. And so I did, but I was kind of like thinking, well, you know, the chances of them picking me are slim. But it turned out that they did pick me, and I got got the interview, and I got the job. Uh And I found since then, you know, research shows us that women – typically will not apply for a job or ask for a promotion unless they feel like they can do all the check all the boxes yeah that that's quite a big psychological (laughs) challenge for women I mean what are some of the other challenges that you've seen women go through in terms of being whatever you're saving up for a cd from sandy spring bank lets you grow your savings at a guaranteed rate Right now, earn interest at 5.50% APY on an 8-month CD special or 5.00% APY on a 14-month CD special. Learn more at sandyspringbank.com slash cdspecials. Minimum opening deposit to earn the annual percentage yield is $500 for the 8-month CD special and $2,500 for the 14-month CD special. Member FDIC. So, yeah, besides really knowing uh, how much they've accomplished in life. That's a big one. A lot of times women don't see that and that, you know, they just kind of breeze by all of their accomplishments, all of their successes. They don't, we don't stop and celebrate them. We don't pat ourselves on the back. We don't enjoy them because we feel like, well, then we're bragging, you know? And so when we, when you don't, then you forget, you forget all those great things that you did. And when you remember them and celebrate them and really be proud of yourself for them, that builds your confidence. And I tell women to even say them out loud, go to the mirror, look at yourself in the mirror and say, you know what? You did that. You wrote a book. Good for you. Like that's a major accomplishment or whatever you did. You got that promotion and celebrate that and write it down and tell people I did this. There's nothing wrong with being proud of what you did. And to see all the things you've done. And, you, you know, we're talking about men. Men do that. They put their things up on the wall. They, they tell people all about it. And it really builds your, it's a confidence builder when you can do that. That's one of the things. Another top challenge is just 
you know, not really knowing themselves, which kind of goes along with that, but it goes deeper. You know, earlier I was saying how, you know, we spend so much time focusing on our families and making sure our kids are good and, and uh, building up our husbands, our partners. But do we know who we are? You know, do we take the time to look at not our faults? I think we, we as women yeah. like to look at the faults, <laughs> look at all the wrinkles <laughs> and all that. But what are the good things in you? Yeah. You know, what are those gifts that come naturally to yeah. you and make a list of those and you know what do people compliment you on exactly. you know and you know I had a hard time doing that until I was able to you know really heal from the trauma because the trauma was overshadowing all of that I just yeah. you know didn't think I was worth anything no. and I didn't realize I didn't realize that was going on so I think that's another challenge that women have a lot of things they're afraid to uncover and look at and yeah. feel ashamed about yes so. yes shame is a huge fe well it's a subset of fear so we have to remember that it's a fear-based sure. emotion and when we feel shame we're feeling shame for lots of things and then we're afraid and then we think other people are judging us and we'll be excluded and i and i think women right. are far more subject to that or subject to that in very damaging ways than, than possibly men mm -hmm. are. I'm not saying men aren't subject to shame or, or judgment because they sure. are, but I think we yeah. take those on board, don't we? And really, you, you know, use them as a stick to beat ourselves. We do. We do. And our, our negative self-talk that goes on all the time, we're putting ourselves down and saying, oh, you shouldn't have done that. Why'd you do that? You know, and you're this and you're that. We call ourselves names inside, internally. You know, and so changing that inner dialogue to build ourselves up just like we would our children or our partners or our friends. We would never say these things to other people, the things we say to ourselves. And so it's really a change of uh, our perspective of who we are. And part of that journey might be, you know, dealing with past things. Our past does impact us today a lot of times. And then changing what we say to ourselves, about ourselves, yeah. whether it's internally or even out loud, you know, when somebody compliments us, oh, well, that's nothing. No, just say thank you. <laughs> thank you. I, I worked hard for that, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I think how we've talked, you've talked a little bit about listing it out and accepting compliments. How do we build up areas of confidence and identify those as well as identifying areas where we lack confidence? How would, say, my listeners go about mm -hmm. that journey or begin that journey? Mm -hmm. It's one of the exercises I do actually in, in my programs in it with my clients is that confidence is kind of a many layered thing. It's not just you're confident once and for all in every area. We're usually confident in some areas and not in other areas. And there are times where we could be confident in something and then we lose our confidence in that area for some reason. Something happens. So I like to have women look at all the areas of their life, sort of like a life wheel, and think about where your level of confidence is in these different areas. Your professional life, your personal life, your physical body, your uh, you know, your career, your friendships, your, you know, all these different areas of your life, health, 
where's your level of confidence? And kind of on a scale of one to 10, where is it right now? And so you might find like, well, I'm super confident here in my health. I'm taking care of myself. I feel really good about this. But over here in this relationship area, I don't have very much confidence at all. And then maybe in this area about my home, how, how I've decorated my home or whatever, you know, maybe I'm halfway. And then you start to see in those areas where you're not very confident, we start digging into why. And, you know, how can we take from where you are confident and help build up where you're not confident and see it as, as like I said earlier, that inner work of, you know, what is really going on here for me that I don't feel very confident, you know, in this one relationship. It could be one relationship or one area of your health or, you know, it could be you could go you could take it down to the very minute things and know that, you know, Confidence is something you build yourself and it is something you create inside. It's not something other people can give you. You could get compliments all day long and still not feel very confident. So wherever you are confident, you could look at like, how did I build that confidence in myself there? And how could I do that over here? And, you know, there's a lot more involved in that, but just understanding and confidence can be lost I was really confident as a worship leader and I played piano for years and then something happened and all my confidence was just gone like that. And I couldn't even play the piano for a whole year. And my husband was like, what is going on? I miss you playing. Why can't you just sit down and play? And I had no confidence and I used to be very confident. So I had to really look at that. You know, what happened? What was really happening in my um, in my inner being, in my heart, when this thing happened, and why did it wipe out my confidence, and how can I build it yeah. back? And so I slow, I slowly did. I built it back. There was some hurt that had to be taken care of. I had to forgive some people. I had to realize that you know I was letting the opinions of others really dictate to me how confident I could feel in this thing that I had done for years. <laughs> you know. So. Yeah, yeah, and that's a really <laughs> good point there that we can lose confidence. And I and I think as we get older, we sometimes lose confidence in things that we have taken maybe a little for granted, um, you know, mm-hmm. because yeah. we're not as physically strong as we once were, or you know, we hear a lot about all slightly older people maybe falling over, or they struggle with the internet, mm-hmm. even though they've been very confident in their business careers. Suddenly they're faced mm-hmm. with, you know, new tech, and they don't know how to do that. And, and so that, you right. know, things can come and go. And we and it's really good that you have an approach that lets people sort of stop, reflect on what's happened, work through it, and then, and then find a way to build mm-hmm. back confidence in an area. And that's great. I mean, that's good to know, isn't it, that we can do that. Yeah. Yes. Yes, you can. That's probably one of the biggest lessons learned for me in confidence is that it's not something you either have or don't have. I think sometimes people feel like, well, I didn't, I wasn't born with a confidence gene. I just, I'm not confident. And, and you think other people are, and some people are just naturally self-assured, you know, they just kind of have that as one of their strengths, but most people build the confidence. It's not something you're Uh born with, you know, you can create your own confidence (laughs) gene. And of course, if you live in a nurturing environment, it tends to help, doesn't it? 
when you're a child. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's true. Oh, yeah. There's so many things that come in there with that. But when you're an adult, you know, you can, you don't have to continue to be a victim to the things that happened. No. Right. You can, you can change how you see yourself and change your, uh, your mindset around, you know, seeing yourself as a victim as opposed to seeing yourself as an overcomer, yeah. you know, and that's, that's what I did. You know, it's like, I'm, I don't want to stay in victim land and you get to choose that. Yeah. It's up to you yeah. to choose that. That's very so. true. It's, there's a lot of power in mm -hmm. our own thought processes, our responses, our, our, our choice of where we want to, to place ourselves in it's true. Yes. If you had one tip yes. for my listeners to help you start shifting from self-doubt to confidence, what would that be, Jenna? Well, there's a an exercise that I have in um, in my little booklet. It's called "Say Yes to You." I think <laughs> we are so often saying no. I can't do that. I can't, no, I can't do that, that we don't even try. And one of the times that I really learned this, it's kind of a funny story, but I was visiting my daughter when she lived in California. This is a few years ago. And she told me once I got there, oh, mom, we're going to go paddle boarding and we're going to go rock climbing and you're going to have a beginner's lesson in silks, those acrobatic oh, yeah. things, you know, yeah. And I thought, what? <laughs> I, and immediately my thought was, I can't, I can't do any of those things. And I was filled with this fear and yet I couldn't say no to her. And she was very insistent. We're going to do this. And so we did. And I was terrified when we were going out on the paddleboard. I actually was sitting on the board and she was paddling standing and I was shaking and I thought, sat there thinking, why am I shaking? It's, I can swim. I mean, what's the problem? The water's calm. <laughs> and then, and then we came back and she then informed me that I would be standing on the paddleboard and going out by myself now. And so I was scared, but I did it because she was like kind of cheering me on. You can do it. You can do it. And I tried to rock climb. I managed to get up one pass. That was it. And I, the silk climbing thing, the silks, that was hilarious because I had no strength to pull myself <laughs> up and she had to, she had to push me up and she had to push me upside down. And I'm laughing the whole time. Like it's so hilarious. But I had so much fun in the end. And I thought to myself, you know, why was I saying no? Why was I saying I can't? Yeah. And there's this place of saying yes to you. Like, even if you haven't learned how to do something, you can learn it. You can say yes to yourself, to pouring into yourself, investing in yourself in order to get yourself in a position to do those things that you really want to do. You know, sometimes it takes time. Yeah. It takes small yes. action steps, right? And But just saying yes, start saying yes to the things you really want to do. Indeed. Even if you don't see how that can happen yeah. yet. <laughs> but if you say yes, you'll open up your mind to more possibilities and you will see more possibilities. When you say no, it like limits yeah. you and yes opens it up. So that's, that's my big that's tip right wonderful. there. Well, that's a, that's a great tip, Janelle, you know, that we can say yes. And even if it doesn't work out on that particular activity or, or path, the fact that we said yes it is, is really positive, isn't yeah. it? It sort of creates mental space to think, well, I'll have a go. 
Yes, it builds confidence. You know, confidence at its root means trust. You're trusting in yourself. You're believing in yourself. And like with the silks, I never would do that again. I would never rock climb again because it's not something I want to do. But I felt really great that I had at least tried it and had this wonderful experience with my daughter. You know, the paddle boarding I probably would do again. So it was really cool. It just opens up. It opens things up. And like you said, even if you don't do that thing again or you don't succeed at it, it's okay because you gave yourself the chance. You tried it. You had an experience, whatever that might be. You have a great story to tell. (laughs) And you said yes. And it just, it in your mind, now it creates this place of, well, I said yes to that. Then I could say yes to this. And so you're going to be more likely to take another step or try something new. And who knows, it might, it might lead you right into the, your next path in life and maybe building a business or, or doing something really that you've been passionate about all these years and never did anything about it. And now you can, you know, now's your time. So say That's yes. That's fantastic. I love that so much. So listeners, say yes to you. Yeah. Yes. Janelle, it's been lovely <laughs> talking to you and just getting a snapshot around confidence <laughs> and how we as women in midlife can begin this journey on rebuilding and maybe confidence or finding confidence that we've never had as younger women. Yes. Yes. Where? Yes. Yes. Say yes. We say yes to that. <laughs> <laughs> Where can people find out more about you and the work that you do? Well, they can go to my website, emerginglifecoaching.com. E-M-E-R-G-I-N-G, because we're all emerging. And I also have a Facebook page, same name. And I have a group, too, I would invite any uh, of your listeners to join. It's called Women Emerging Fearlessly, because that's what we're doing. And so it's just a great community to share and to be encouraged, uh, to encourage one another. So that's beautiful. And on my website, you can find lots of things. That's great. Well, we're going to put that in the show notes so that people can go there, say yes to themselves, get lots of great resources, get engaged with others in a group and start becoming even more confident and really capitalize on this next journey in life. Good. Well, I, I sure hope that your listeners do that and, you know, just know that you have a lot of amazing things left in your life ahead of you and you have so much in you to give to this world, the wisdom, your experiences, you know, if, if you want to retire and sit on the rocking porch and knit, that's fine. But if you really feel like there's more for you to do out there, you can do it. And we need you to just step out there and be who you are. It's a beautiful message to end with. Thank you so much, Janelle, for your time and your wisdom. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to Thriving Through Menopause. If you like this podcast episode, please hop over to my website, thrivethroughmenopause.com and rate and review it. And thank you if you do that because it helps others to find the show. Want more news and views on perimenopause and menopause? Then sign up to my weekly newsletter, Heart of Menopause, over on Substack. Thank you once again for listening. And see you next week for another guest interview helping you to thrive through menopause.